bravery is there in the way they play. And what about Peter O'Mahony? I just oh, thought a sensational performance. Yeah. Jack O'Donoghue and Hodnett, the three of them in the back row. The Red 78 with Alan Quinlan and Neil Briggs. Subscribe to the Rugby Channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. Jamesy, how are you getting on? Johnny, not too bad. Yourself? I'm not too bad. I'm looking at your Wikipedia page here. I don't think, or I hope anyway, you won't remind you won't mind me reminding people you have a bit of a milestone in July. Johnny, I have, yeah. <laughs> does it feel does it feel that long ago that you were hurling for Claire? Uh I tell you now, twenty five years went very, very quickly. It's like you must. Do you look back at it now, and um, does it bring back the memories of like when you go to see the the month championship this weekend? And are there times when you're kind of brought back into catapulted into the heat of Simple Stadium and the memory of what it was like? I think. Look, listen. You know, you had your time, and you um, you know, look at you, you relish it, and you really appreciate it. Um, but you move on. You know, and I mean, look at I was in Torres, uh, you know, last Sunday. Um, you know, with, with the young fella beside me, um, you know, surrounded by Clare supporters and was probably up pumping the air when Clare got those goals as much as, as any supporter, you know. So, look, at you probably have a maybe a better appreciation of, you know, the work the lads do and, you know, what it takes to function out there. Um, you know, you'd have a bit more empathy for a free taker when he drives one wide or something like that. But, but uh, like, we're, we're, we're 25 years um from '97 this um, this year, and we get to we get to, to walk out in Croke Park, obviously, and you know give our wave, give our wave. So there's a bit of there's a bit of organisation around that at the moment. You know, we just had to confirm we'd say the 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 hotel and that kind of stuff. You know, but uh, but no, look, I mean, there's something about the Monster Championship in particular, Johnny. I think um, you know that, that, that it's it's special. Uh, and look, I've I've great memories. You know of big games in Parky Keeve and, and Turles and um, and Limerick but uh, but look at you I had my day thoroughly enjoyed it but those days are long gone How would you have survived or thrived in the modern game do you think? <laughs> I'd have loved the modern game Johnny mm. <laughs> um, Listen I think I think look it was a different game when we played um, you know certainly now I mean like I, I remember I've images of you with the jersey kind of you know almost hanging off you like it was just different times <laughs> Different times, yeah. I remember we played we played tip. I remember in in Cusack Park and Ennis in the league game, I think in '97. And I remember Brian Lohan um, was coming over to the far stand to contest a ball or whatever, and he blew when the tip lads out of the way with his shoulder, or whatever. And I, I made about a thirty yard run, and there was a lovely thirty yard pass up the line, you know. And Lohan sure rose the ball or whatever, took one look behind him, opened the shoulders, drove it as hard <laughs> as he could, as high as he could. The roof nearly came off the stand, right? The home crowd loving it, and it sailed about I'd say fifteen yards. <laughs> Hands up, you know. So that wouldn't cut it now, Johnny. Uh, you know, and, and um, certainly, like, I mean, yeah. I, I look at. I think um, the possession game. I think look at. I'd, I'd have. I on one level, I'd have had the skill set maybe to 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 maybe it would, it would have suited me. But on another level, you look out now with every every intercounty player, and you're wondering they all six feet three and fourteen and a half stone. So there's there's maybe that side of it. I might have been found a little bit uh, a little bit wanting, you know. Yeah, if you want to uh, check back on OTBAM, I think it was Wednesday morning we spoke to, Thursday morning actually, we had Tommy Walsh on and he was uh, speaking about the short game and how it's changed and Tommy loved the sort of thing that you're talking about there with the Brian Lowen coming out and winning the ball but it wouldn't cut it nowadays because it's a possession game and so forth. We're going to start with Leinster just so that we can tee it up for uh, Jamesy's take on a really brilliant 
Munster Championship game at the weekend Leinster this weekend Westmead host uh, Dublin in Mullingar Leash play Wexford and uh, Galway play Kilkenny um, I suppose we'll just start very briefly with the Westmead and Dublin and Leash and Wexford games obviously Wexford will be hot favourites to win it's it's not a game that should necessarily be taken for granted no more part though Jamesy no way um, and Leash will have no fear of Wexford, Johnny. I mean, gave them lots of it down Wexford Park a couple of years ago. You know, the, the, I think the last time they played in the round, round robin, um, you know, it was might have been the first year, but certainly it was it was you know close for long for long stages. I think Wexford eventually got a couple of goals and pulled away, but you know, Wexford um, have to be disappointed. I mean, obviously got out of jail against Galway. Uh, you know, they were quite poor there. though, really, weren't they, for much of the game. They were, yeah. And I mean, apart from Conor McDonald, you know, offered no real threat up front. And even tactically, I couldn't understand the way they played because there were times in the first half when McDonald was, was effectively plumbing a lone four up front. I thought Rory O'Connor, after his league performance, needed to be operating closer to, closer to goal. And he seemed to be playing much further out the field. Now, you know, they did get him further. You know, he was in a more advanced role. But... You know, didn't have the type of impact I think that you know we'd have expected him to have, or that Wexford needed him to have. And really, I mean, McDonald, you know, really led the line. Obviously, got the goal from nothing, was fouled for the penalty, and you know, got a couple of crucial scores. And without his contribution, they're, they're, they're probably and obviously the difference that Chin made coming off the bench late on. Um, you know, they were they were lucky, and they know they were lucky to get the, to get the draw. But I really thought last weekend they'd build on it. Um, but in, in, in contrast McDonald was very very poor you know had no real impact on the game whereas Rory really stepped up I mean he was outstanding you know showed for the ball um, you know scored missed, missed a couple of frees that you know I don't think he's he's a natural free taker and you know he, he looks like a 70-80% shooter when you know at that level now you know you need to be 90% plus on the on, on, on the frees um, but like still when you look back on it I mean Wexford missed the penalty obviously Rory's moment of genius to, to put that ball across for Conor McDonald's you know did everything right but should have finished it and I think they shot 15 wides as well and when you do that at home Johnny miss those chances you know miss a penalty you know you're you're, you're probably going to pay the price and Dublin t- to their credit you know led for most of it I thought fought very manfully obviously Donald Burke was outstanding O'Donnell was excellent at full back um, Darryl Cannon thought it a great game in the wing for Dublin and they were you'd have to say that look at they 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 got their deserved, the deserved win and Wexford, you know, really probably felt they needed to take two points, um, you know, from those opening two matches and look like they might end up with three, you know, coming out after the Gallo match. But it's an uphill battle now and it looks like they'll, they've got to go to Nolan Park on the last day and get something out of that game. Yeah, that'll be some atmosphere. Just briefly on Dublin, Dublin hurlers are the same price to win Leinster as Dublin footballers are to win the All-Ireland, which is quite incredible when you think about it. They're just creeping away there nicely and there are doubts as well about going and Kenny. You'd have to say doubts about both. What do you make of the dubs? Yeah, I, I, again, look at you look at the team sheet and, and you're saying, look, there's no Liam Rush and you're wondering, you know, is there is there enough firepower up front? And and, and that said, I mean, you know, they've, okay, they, they stumbled obviously against Leash, but I mean, that was all about, you know, getting over the line and, and, and getting the result and they probably had an eye on, on last Saturday. Uh, listen, O'Donnell, you know, to me is, 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 is right up there in terms of one of the best fullbacks in the game. Keno Callan's a good defender. Paddy Smith's a good defender. Um, you know, Connor Burke, you know, is, is, is a good player into county level now, you know, plays that kind of maybe that holding midfielder role. Donald Burke, I thought, was just magnificent. You know, took on the responsibility. Obviously, they need him to, you know, to 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 play well. And, you know, he's obviously the main shooter. I think they can get more out of Ronan Hayes. Um, you know, Eamon Dillon, again, at times, flatters to, to, to deceive been in and out of the team. Um, but they're honest and they're playing for each other. And, 
you know, I suppose one of the things Johnny that Maddie appears to be doing at the moment is getting the best out of out of the players that he has. And mm. if every day they grow out and, and 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 they play to their potential, um, you know, then they're going to make life difficult for teams. Obviously, their ceiling isn't as high as either Galway's uh, or potentially Kilkenny's. But you know, they've they've got to go to Salt Hill I think in the last game, but they'll have. They'll have Dublin in, in Pernell Park, and that's not an easy place to go to. And I remember the first year the round robin, I was up there, and it was a, you know Pat Gilroy's first year, and it was an unbelievable match. And they have Kilkenny in Pernell Park, rather. Yeah, Kilkenny in Pernell Park, and they did every, everything bar beat Kilkenny that day. Mm. Um, you know, so so obviously Kilkenny, you know, when things were going really well during the league, dished out a bit of a hiding that won't have been forgotten either. Um, you know, so I, I I think Dublin have put themselves in a position now, Johnny, to be one of the three. The question is. Can they can they take Galway Kilkenny scalp make a Leinster final, which again you know will be a step forward for for Matty because Matty probably under pressure. Do you know what I mean? To at this stage, to, yeah. to, 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 at this stage, to, yeah. to to make progress and making progress now means probably silverware or certainly evidence that you're closing the gap on uh, on, on on Kilkenny, and that would mean making a Leinster final, obviously. So obviously it's box office Cody V Shefflin in, in, in Pierce Stadium um, to me it looks an awful lot of, an awful lot of this hinges on whether Con, Conor Whelan is fit enough or not I don't know I thought in, in the Wexford game he was basically Galway's dominant forward for all that actually they scored I think they got six points from midfield as well but he's obviously their best attack and threat um, is that a fair assumption that they're kind of reliant maybe in terms of being having the upper hand anyway having that pivotal man in the forward line yeah very much so Johnny um, like it, it was noticeable when he went off that you know the Wexford half back line in particular, um, the Wexford defence just just seemed to be able to get the ball away much easier. Um, you know Gavin Lee's a good player, but he's young and conditions in Wexford Park where, you know, where I suppose more league in, in, in kind of February or March maybe than, than than what you'd expect in the in, in, in the championship. And Whelan is just a natural ball winner. He's obviously got that physical strength, that physical power to win possession. And yeah, I mean losing him. Uh, you know, obviously deals a severe blow to Galway's chances if he's if he's not available, and you just wonder, you know, are they as well off to to, to make sure that he, he's available for the Dublin match? Um, because like hamstrings are are notoriously fickle. Mm. Um, I mean, I've 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 had hamstring injuries in the past, and you know, you you don't want to be playing with those doubts. I mean, I if I was Conor Whelan, yeah, clearly you want to play. It's a massive game in Salt Hill, but you know, if if he pulls that puts it again or aggravates it you know he could potentially miss you know miss five six seven weeks and miss maybe most of the championship so it's a big decision for Henry to make and I, I, I can't see them risking him um, if they feel there's a there's, there's, there's a possibility that you know he does he does major damage to it and it's not fully right or not fully healed so uh, it's, 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 it's a big call to make obviously it's the biggest decision probably Henry has to make I mean I think most of the rest of the team probably picks itself they, they, they tweak things a little bit for the Westmead match and Obviously, got got, you know, got the Wexford game out of their system pretty emphatically early early on. But uh, Whelan is without Joe Kenny, especially, you know, he, he's the guy for me that makes his forward line tick. And um, I, I think they'll struggle to win and beat Kilkenny if they don't have him available. Com- that that com- looks unlikely at this point in time. Yeah, well, conversely, they'll think if we sort of relatively well handle TJ Reid, we'll win this game. I don't think so. Okay. Um, you know, I think listen, TJ. You know, it, it's I think unrealistic for us all to keep expecting TJ to do what he's what he's been doing for most of the last you know decade, twelve, thirteen, fourteen years, however many years he's on the he's on the scene now. Because I think you know there was maybe evidence last year that he he possibly has lost a step. Now look at he's still in unbelievable physical condition, but um, you know at some point your powers have to wane. And you know while he still brings all that experience, all that know-how, the vision, the awareness, the ability to pick out the pass. Um, he probably still has lost a step and you know whether he can keep doing 
what he's done for Gilkenny at the level he has, you know, I think it's unreal, un, unrealistic. But, you know, Owen Cody has really, I think, um, progressed. You know, he's a quality forward. He's, he's big, he's strong, he's able to win his own ball. And, you know, Walter Walsh looks rejuvenated. Parik Walsh, to me again, just, you know, was a great wing back. I, I don't think centre back suited him. And I think, you know, up front, I think he can he get more out of him because, again, he's. You know he's busy. He he you know he works hard. He's he's a shooter. He's 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 his vision, his awareness, um, and I think um, you know I think that half forward line you know with with, with Wally who looks rejuvenated, looks to have found he's got got his mojo back, Parik Walsh, and you know whoever else they play, whether it's John Donnelly, whether it's Mossy Keown, whether it's it's TJ, you know whether it's whether it's Adrian Mullen. I mean they've they've plenty of Cody has plenty of options in terms of you know the jigsaw pieces and or the chess pieces and where he can where he can move them. So I don't think Kenny are you know, as reliant on TJ. Um, and I think is that you, you might find him just maybe been the provider rather than the finisher on, 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 on Sunday. Yeah, Cody and Mullen won 11 between the last year. Just very briefly, if there were a tactical rabbit to be pulled out of the hat by either the managers here, these two great friends back in the days, two rivals now, like, what, is there anything we can expect that's something different? Galway are an evolving team, obviously. Kilkenny, we know what to expect from them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, look, the, obviously the managers know each other well, and 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 probably have a good insight into the way um the way they think. I mean, you know, Cody, I'd say, is notorious for you know you, you get a rookie corner back, and suddenly Henry Shefflin is corner forward, or or you, you know what I mean. So mm. so I think, you know, I think like obviously Henry will invite Jack Grealish as a man marker. You know, um obviously he knows own Cody inside out. He knows TJ inside out. You know, given their 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 their, their club their club ties. Um, you know, so Henry would be well placed in terms of okay, well Jack Grealish mightn't be suited to own Cody because you know, or maybe he's better suited to TJ or vice versa. You know, Henry will Henry will I think be trying to get those matchups right. But you know, Cody Cody's not shy as well about, you know, again, maybe it's getting somebody that's got aerial ability on Darren Morrissey on the edge of the square trying to get Dahi Burke out of there. So uh I think we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait until Sunday. I, I don't think I don't expect to see anything really radical, Johnny. I think both sets of players know each other fairly well, and I think I think the teams that line out will be pretty similar to what took you know what took the field last weekend. Who wins? For me, Kilkenny. Um, you know, Galway. There's just any consistency. I mean, I, I I I'm still not convinced, Johnny, that you know all these new players are you know for example operating at the same level as some of the guys they've replaced you know Keenan Fahey you know was I thought was pretty average in Wexford Park didn't play well um, obviously Ronan Glennon has lost he had a really good league uh, you know Evan Nyland you know again has to step up from play very, very accurate but he has mm. to do more from play for yeah. me um, you know so I, I still think Kilkenny are you know where the floor is Johnny you, you know that Kilkenny will play to a certain level Galway could shoot the lights out or you know they might necessarily, you know, be at the be where's required. But look at Insult Hill; it's a home game. It's, you know, they're hard to beat up there. They have a good record against Kilkenny up there. But for me, I think Cody won't want to lose to Henry, and I think they have a bit more quality on the pitch. And I think Kilkenny narrowly. Yeah, I think some of them Galway forwards, if they needed any motivation in the sense of the talk about all the reliance on Conor Whelan and you know post Joe Canning and all this, they certainly don't need it at this stage because it's been talked in the week, and we'll see if they respond. But let's get to Simple Stadium, two o'clock. Um, are they beginning to believe in Clare a little bit after the Tip game? Yeah, I, I fancy this, Johnny. I, I, you know, I thought that look at. Like Brian is getting the best out of the players. Um, they're very united, very together. And I mean, you take Tony Kelly. I mean, whatever buttons he's pressed with Tony over the last, you know, since he took the helm, Tony's been unbelievable. And one seven the last. Uh, 
Yeah, but brilliant to win without Tony having to shoot the lights out. Mm. Uh, you know, obviously he converted the penalty and and and, and nearly freeze and got 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 a couple from play. But what was I suppose really positive from, from a Clare perspective was that Shane O'Donnell and Peter Duggan we knew they were back, but, but they're back, back. At what level? Back, back, back. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 could they could they, you know, could they play to the level that that they played to in 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 two thousand eighteen or nineteen? Um, and they delivered that advance, that answer pretty emphatically. Uh, I mean, Duggan took him back from Australia, get minimal game time in the league because of injury. Um, and be the nuisance that he was was, uh, was 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 fantastic. And obviously Shane is is one of those electrifying players, Johnny. And you know there was a real concern with the concussion issue that we mightn't see him. That maybe his days in the Clare jersey were done. So for him to play and again just to to produce a few bits of magic that he did because he's he's got that vision. He's got that ability to to break tackles and give the pass. You know, I thought I thought he was excellent, and yeah, it's a huge boost for Clare. I mean, you know, we, we're missing Aidan McCarthy, um, down Mark Rogers, who we've great hopes for in the county. So felt that maybe we were a bit weakened going into the game, and 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 the question was, you know, could the two lads step up and and get back to the levels they did? So that's a big big plus heading well, into Sunday. Psychologically, right? So I was just looking at Finn O'Toole on Twitter. Um, from the 38th minute, Limerick outscored Cork 16 points to five after a decent start. Now, psychologically, for me, that must be hard to take. Yeah, I, I think I mean I think Cork were in photo last weekend. Um obviously they were off and, and I'd imagine there was a lot of a lot of soul searching uh being done because this is a make or break game, Johnny. Mm. I mean, they've, they've got to go to Walsh Park. Um okay, you'd expect them to be tip, you know, in Torres in the last game. Um, you know, tip looked like their their chances of getting out now are, are, are probably minimal given, you know, the scoring difference at the weekend and so on. And uh, they've got to play Limerick, obviously. So yeah, it's a massive game for Cork. Um, huge game, and obviously, you know, when your when your character is questioned, you know, when your work rate, when your honesty, when you know those those values that every team probably cherishes and are nailed nailed in the, on the dressing room wall, when those things have been questioned, um, generally produce a response, and and that's the worry I have from from Clare now that Cork are really backed into a corner. I mean, obviously, the positives of you know, getting together in the final last year and feeling that they, they they were making progress, and again the league obviously getting the win in over Limerick, you feel you have narrowed the gap, and then you go out and lose the league final, and you effectively get bullied by Cork. There's questions about no movement from the forwards, the you know, short puck outs, backs them to turn and give it back to the keeper because there's nothing on further up the field. The the, the lateral sense that they're played, they're passing the ball around the full back line, and you know because the options weren't there, the movement wasn't there further up the field. I mean, the Cork backs have to be seriously asking questions of their Cork forwards, like why wasn't the movement there? Like why, mm. why didn't um, these guys adhere to the game plan? Because clearly, a lot of planning goes into the way they're trying to they're trying to play. So, well, actually, on that, that so does he does he completely change it here? Because there's one thing taking on Limerick and their half back line. There's another thing taking on Clare and the puck out situation. Maybe will change because they were so poor in that regard the last day. Yeah, that's the thing. Does he does he stick or twist? And and you know defensively like obviously some of their defenders you know don't defend particularly well I mean Mark Coleman is brilliant going forward but he doesn't seem to be the answered sweeper um, you know he's 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 obviously when he's ran at you know he, he's not a good tackler and Tim O'Mahony isn't a particularly good tackler either again look at brilliant on the ball brilliant going forward but sometimes and even their forward line Johnny it's about it's about the balance in the team and mm. you know you can have six brilliant stick men but if you haven't got the, the the workhorses to win the ball and do the do the do the dirty work and 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 lay it off, um, it, it it doesn't work, and uh, and that's where Cork for me particularly up front, you know, haven't got the haven't got the balance right. They've plenty of shooters. They've plenty of guys that'll you know put the ball 
into your eye if you give them time and if you give them room and this huge pace in the team. But you know, if Clare turn into a war, if 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 Clare you know make the middle thirds crowded, congested, um, you know if they're physical, uh, you know will Cork will Cork be able to be able to play through it and Cork have pretty much had Clare's number Johnny that's the again like you go back to the 2018-2019 Munster Finals or 2017 sorry in 18 I think it was um, you know we lost two Munster Finals to Cork we were in in the game in both of them particularly at half time in the second one could have won it uh, they, they obviously beat us last year albeit they took a, a, a great save from Patrick Collins at the end but they, they have a great record against us and they won't fear us the way they would obviously Limerick or maybe even Watford and we maybe don't arguably have the same physicality in the middle third to bully Cork mm. the way that maybe Limerick and Watford can but you know we certainly have um, other attributes and uh, you know there's no doubt about it like if we play as well as we did last weekend um, you know we're going down with a with a, a, a 50-50 chance and, and, and a genuine chance of of taking another scalp. Uh, just briefly, is it a, is it a bit daft that the two games, the two big games, are on at the same time? If you're a hurling fan, you you if you really do want to watch these two games this weekend, there's so much of an art in both. Yeah, I I mean, like we'd all love to be you know going to Salt Hill on Saturday night or or, or even heading down to Turles on on Saturday night. Mm. I mean, I think that the appetite is there for these for these big games, uh, Johnny, and, and 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 there aren't too many of them over the course of the over the course of the hurling season. Uh, and certainly the fact that they're both on simultaneously, you know, means that obviously we won't be able to watch both of them at the same at the same time. I I, I think that certainly, if, if even if one was available on the on the GA go at four o'clock, you know, it would give hurling supporters, um, you know, the option to see it. And okay, look at it, Tyrone Derry is an attractive football match, but there's still hurling people that, that won't watch it, and, yeah. and and would love to would love to would love to the opportunity to see the other game. So possibly a trick missed that one of these games couldn't have been maybe played on Saturday evening or or alternatively, you know, gone with the two and four o'clock starts. I think you're tipping Claire here, are you? Johnny, my my, my, my my heart my heart obviously uh, wants to go with Claire. Listen, I, I I like I'm obviously concerned that, you know, we see a real bounce back from Cork. Um you know that they as I said they they, they have so much pace um, on the pitch that, that that has trouble us in the in, in, in the past and maybe look maybe we've learned something too maybe we're better equipped now to deal with that I mean obviously Jack O'Connor you know ran away from from Rory Hayes last year you know do they start him at the weekend he, he's been out of form um, you know obviously he's he, he did a great year last year but he hasn't kicked on and, and, and appears to be low on confidence uh, again do, do they make some radical moves do they do they shove Tim O'Mahony further forward does Mark Coleman go to the wing um, do they rejig it and, and, and bring some shift O'Mahony into centre back? I don't know. Big questions for Cork. But if Clare can get ahead, Johnny, and if Clare can sow some seeds of doubt in the minds of those Cork players, I just fancy that we might we might come out the right side of it. But it's look, it's 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 really too close to call. And, and again, I'm not I'm not I'm genuinely that's that's the way I see it. It's not sitting on the fence. And finally, just to close the the whole like the Cody Shefflin situation. Obviously, a lot of people expect Henry Shefflin to manage Kilkenny down the line. It won't be next year or whatever. But like, is there any sort of a narrative in the Lens Championship this year if Galway completely get the upper hand over Kilkenny that the end might be nigh? I think Brian has at this stage now deserved to to he's earned the right I think to 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 decide you know when he's ready to walk away and. I, I look at Kilkenny um, over the that, last that few point years though and, like you could say the same about Mickey Hart though like it's, it, does a manager actually earn the right you're, you're, nobody is bigger than the actual entity if you know what I mean yeah but I, and I accept that Johnny but you, you look at his record and you know is he, is he still getting the best 
out of the players available to him? Are, mm. are they still playing for him and for the jersey? I don't think there's any doubt about that. 100%. Um, you know, they've won they've, they've won the last two Leinster Champions Championships. They were, you know, even last year against Cork, you know, down, still found a way to take it to extra time. Um, you know, and I, I, I don't think he has the same talent available as he did 10 years ago. You know, I mean, certainly up front, you know, the, the, the wealth of forward talent that was there was incredible. And, and look at guys like Tommy, JJ Delaney, you know, Henry are, are generational players. These guys will, will, will go down in history and the annals of the game as some of the greatest that ever played the game, Johnny. So I still think as long as Cody feels that he's getting the best out of the players available to him, uh, is he evolving? I think you can see that. It's 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 not like he's 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 stuck in the time warp. Mm. They've evolved. They're 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 working the ball out. They're playing through the lines. Um, they've shown they can mix it up. Um, and I still think, ultimately, he's a man that has always and probably will always do what he feels is best for Kilkenny Hurland. And if he still feels that he's the man to get the best out of Kilkenny, um, I think that you know, while he's doing that, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they want him at the helm and? Um, Look at it, it's it's certainly from my perspective, you know, at some point he obviously walks away and when he does, uh, it appears that Henry, you know, would have cut his teeth now in, in, in elsewhere and appears to be an obvious candidate to replace him. And finally, your your birthday presumably, that's around the time the Galway races, so that's where the fiftieth will be. Johnny, that's like I'm unable to divulge that. Uh, but thanks Class, for thanks for thanks information. Oh, Johnny, yeah, classified information. Twenty eighth yeah. of July, if you all remember, James O'Connor turns the great five zero. Twenty five years after the great ninety seven era. Yeah, Johnny, it, it goes very, very quickly. Um, it goes very, very quickly. But look at yeah, we're looking forward to stepping out in Croke Park. Looking forward to meeting up with the lads. We we uh, you know don't get too many opportunities um, to get together and um, you know look at a really sound bunch of lads. So. Uh, we have a couple of nights to look forward to in Castleknock and um, yeah we'll make a good weekend out of it yeah Michael my producer a big smile on his face from Claire just thinking back to those uh, halcyon days great to talk to you Jamesy cheers Johnny look after yourself